0: Welcome to the United Cast. It's Entertainment Talks podcast for Man United and football. I'm your host Matthew, and today I'm talking about Manchester United's first 2020 to 2020-21 Champions League game, the first of six group stage matches, a 2-1 win away to Paris Saint-Germain or PSG in the Champions League. And this marks the first ever uh, Champions League podcast for Entertainment Talk on the United Cast. So, um, what a good one to start with. 2-1 brilliant result i really feel like we deserved it i thought that the team worked really really hard in this game a brilliant winning goal from rashford at the end i think he was struggling in this game and uh he he, he came good at the end didn't he and um yeah just yeah throat's hurting a little bit because i've just been shouting of course at uh well different players for different reasons both good and bad reasons and of course uh celebrating the goal at the end but um fantastic fantastic result and look this result was great and everything really really good we do still have five Champions League games left at least for the group stage we could we could qualify early if we win enough games maybe that will happen that will be really really good and really really helpful um i think everyone pretty much played well tonight i don't have too many uh negative um thoughts on the game the, the only the one thing i'll really start with if i'm to get the negatives out of the way did Oli only make one sub in this game? Oh, no, he didn't, did he? Because he uh, he made he brought uh, a bunch of players on in the 88th minute. Again, which is... Again, he's he's got to stop doing that. Again, I'm just trying to get the negatives out of the way. So he brought uh, Telez off at 67 minutes and brought Pogba on. Then took off Bruno Martial... Oh, just Bruno Martial off in the 88th minute for Pogba and Dan James of course Pogba did did make a uh, bit of an impact which was great. Um yeah, this is how you have to play in the Champions League. It's the it's the big stage, it's the, the, the big stage of football, and everything and as much as we love the Premier League and that's obviously a very big competition in England, this is our big worldwide competition I suppose for for the Champions League. And um just notice the difference in mentality, certainly a difference in work rate work rate sorry um sure there was mistakes made here and there passes that went astray and some other bits and pieces as well um first appearance of alex tellers i thought he looked fantastic he seemed a little bit nervous to go fully forward in certain situations but maybe that's i don't know potentially part of his game or whatever um but i i thought that was a great uh debut start for tellers um it's really really good with that i think Shaw works really well as a left center back think think he played really really well. Um I think this might be Lindelof's best performance um not in a Manchester United shirt but in the last since I've been podcasting on Man United so last season and this season. Um and the difference here is he's not got uh, Maguire next to him and it's interesting as well because Maguire played better without Lindelof so I think we've all kind of... We've all kind of been right. Because I've not been the only one saying this. That I don't think Maguire and Lindelof work together well as a pair. So maybe it just needs to be a case when... When Maguire doesn't play. Maybe Lindelof should. Um... You know, vice versa sort of thing. Maybe they just don't work well together. Because I thought him and Z B basically at the back. Worked, um... Really, really well. Uh... Z B Or Z B Looks really, really good. We've just got to try and keep him fit. So, um... Yeah, a lot of positives from that. Um, my one other sort of negative is McTominay did give the ball away a good few times. Fred was phenomenal in this game. uh was brilliant. Fernandes was brilliant. Um, I do think that Rashford and Martial had an average to poor game. And, of course, Martial made the stupid mistake of... I, I don't understand how you accidentally head that into your own goal. And then 10 minutes later, miss a header down the other end. Uh, The attacking end, just a a bit unfortunate, I guess. But, um, yeah, I did think Rashford had a particularly poor game, but more than made up for it with the goal. More than made up for it. I mean, it's kind of a saying, I guess, isn't it? You know, if you miss 9 out of 10 times and you get it right on the 10th time, um, then uh, it it comes good. And, uh, again, Rashford scored a winning goal against PSG. Where have we seen that before? Of course, the season before last um, in the... uh, in the Champions League against PSG with the with the penalty, but yeah, just sets himself right, and um, you know you just see the ball bouncing the back of that in the in the bottom corner, just just brilliant, brilliant scenes. I thought that was great. Um, Fernandez' first appearance as a captain. Um, I thought he led the team really, really well. There was clearly just a difference in mentality and whether or because sometimes. <sighs> If you go and lose to you know Tottenham and Palace and some other teams, but then you play a really really big team and PSG over a very very big team, sometimes the team can kind of mentally push themselves forward when you go to a really really big game. I remember there was a period last year. I don't know if I've got this a hundred percent correct, but we were we were in a bad run of form. And then we played... Oh, which way around was it? We beat Tottenham and Man City back-to-back. And we played really, really well. And everyone was thinking, oh, we're going to lose to them two. We're in really bad form. Sometimes when you play a bigger team, like a really big team, um, the players just sort of tend to turn up sometimes. Not all the time. Because, you know, we lost to Liverpool last season and, and some other teams as well. We got beaten badly by Chelsea last season, the 3-1 match. So it doesn't always happen, but sometimes it can happen. And I feel like that's what happened today. Um, maybe we should just play PSG every single week. I don't know. But uh, yeah, we'll see We'll see how things go with, uh, with that as well. Just a little bit of news as well. Um, there's this talk at the moment. Now, I don't quite fully understand it about this European League. Um, I don't fully know enough about it. And um, I've read up some bits and pieces about it. Basically, it's supposed to be like this. Well, it, like a league sort of situation. But... As if as if you'd maybe turn the Champions League into an actual league instead of like a... Because you get the, obviously the little, the small table with, with, with four teams. Like the, like the group stage. And then you get the knockout rounds. From what I'm understanding, it would be a little bit more um, like fully like a league. So you'd be playing two different leagues, I guess, at the same time. Because you'd be playing the Premier League. And then you'd obviously have the knockout games with FA Cup and Carabao Cup. And then you'd have um, this European League. Um, I don't know how to feel about it yet. It's a bit early days. The ideas just kind of started floating around. So uh, I'll see where things go in terms of the, the news of that. The other good news as well. Uh, Paul Pogba's contract has been extended by two years. Uh, so to June 2022. Um, or 2023. No, June 2022. Uh, so the next two seasons. Um good news i think the interesting thing i read about that as well is it wasn't it because the the, the term that i heard used was like we triggered a clause in his contract so did we not actually negotiate and we just sort of i i I don't know what would trigger that part of the clause or what i don't know really the, the finer sort of details of that and obviously it's part of his contract so maybe maybe i wouldn't find out but um I didn't hear like Man United have sat down and negotiated with Paul Pogba. I sort of heard that um, we just triggered this part of his contract, uh, a bit like a, a bit like a release clause sort of thing, but for his contract. I don't I don't fully underst- understand kind of how that works or why we wouldn't have done that earlier. I don't really know because sometimes when a player signs, it could be like a four years and an optional one year. I wonder if this is part of the optional two years. or I I don't fully really know. But uh, he's going to be staying with us at least for another couple of seasons. Uh, He's been talking about Real Madrid. And um, said that Real Madrid would be a good idea. Or like an idea that would interest him. I don't really know what to make of that. I think it's a little bit early to kind of start speculating and stuff. But for the moment he played in this game today and we won. So uh, that's really, really good. But um, yeah, really, really brilliant start. For uh, Champions League, PSG away is a very difficult start. And um, we'll see how we continue to get on. Uh, first goal, Bruno Fernandes, of course. Uh, I do need to talk about the actual goals as well, which I haven't really done. Well, I talked about Rashford's goal. But uh, 1-0 Bruno Fernandes' penalty. Again, the goalkeeper jumping off of his line. So Bruno has to retake it. I don't want to see any comments about Panchester United or Fernandes. Stop fouling us in the box and stop cheating. Because that's literally two. Di- one, you fouled us in the box because Martial got fouled on the turn. And two, you cheated because your goalkeeper jumped off the line and he's not supposed to do that. So how about instead of calling us Penchester United or Penanders or whatever? Um, because we do get a lot of a lot of penalties, we we do obviously, but it's not down to us. If you're not tackling the players properly or you're handballing it or you're jumping off the line for the penalty, we're gonna keep getting penalties, so just stop doing that. <laughs> It's uh, it's pretty simple to me. So in the, these rival fans are, oh, man, United are reliant on penalties. No one's reliant on penalties because you can't just go and get them. You have to... Well, first of all, you have to be in the ball with the box. And then you have to get fouled. There's There's more than a few elements that goes into that. So it's not just like... I don't know, it's ridiculous, the whole Penchester United, Fernandez thing. But um, good second penalty from Fernandez. uh, Scored that and starts his streak again because, of course, he did miss against Newcastle. I think it was 17 penalties that he'd scored before that, which is a really, really great record. And um, who knows, maybe he'll beat his own record um, in about a good few months' time or something. We'll we'll see. Um, Martial, I just, I don't know how you accidentally head the ball into over there. Sorry, intro net like that. Uh, very, very strange, very I don't know, just I, I was pretty I'll admit I'll admit I was pretty annoyed at the time. I was like, Oh, we we've we've played so well, we've worked really hard, we've won the lap and we just make I think quite a silly mistake to just head the ball in like that. It just sort of skids off the side of his head like it's yeah, just that really, really annoyed me. But uh but um yeah, it was all made for up for at the end with um the Rashford goal, really, really good hit. Rashford's very capable of doing that. He just needs to uh, focus a little bit more. Maybe um, in this game, he seemed a little bit—I don't know—a little bit. Um, I don't. I don't think nervous is the word to use. He was very sort of panicky. Like he—he he, he was trying. He was trying a little bit too hard at certain points. I thought so. I don't know. But again, you know, hits the goal in, and it uh, finishes two-one very very good stuff so um anyway in a minute let's get into the player ratings save for that in a second hey there i'm aaron holman host of eye to eye a weekly podcast talk show all about passion i have this passion and this fire within me that burns brighter than the fire around me with performing there's always a story to tell whether it's my own or not creativity i go he's more than cute he's creative all with an lgbt twist Make sure to check out Eye to Eye. That's E-Y-E, number two, letter I. And rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in today. Alright, so recently on Entertainment Talk, uh, Fear the Walking Dead Season 6, Episode 2, which by the way, if you don't have BTTV in the UK, which does have the AMC UK channel, you can go and get the Season Pass available on the Microsoft Store. I think it's also on the PlayStation Store, but I haven't checked, Uh, but it's definitely available on the Microsoft Store through your Xbox One or Series S or uh, X or whatever. Uh, but your Xbox One. You can go and get the Season Pass on the Microsoft Store. For the Fear the Walking Dead episodes. If you want to catch up weekly. But don't have the BT TV stuff going on. Um So that's Season 6 Episode 2 for Fear. Uh, we did just record a... Uh, I did just in between this next section. And the previous section of this podcast. uh We did just do a gaming... Uh, podcast with Roberts, uh, so that will be available soon. We talked about a bunch of stuff in that. Uh, Let's play Sundays for Crash Bandicoot Four. Uh, United cast for the four-one win over Newcastle, which was very good. Uh, did a reaction sort of podcast talking about BBC commissioning a drama, a three-part drama around the life of Jimmy Savile, making the BBC to be honest look quite desperate and quite weird and quite disgusting, considering he worked for the BBC. So all just very strange. None of that is very good so i talked about that as well um if you want to hear more about that star trek discoveries back for season 3 season 3 episode, episode 1 uh, available on cbs all access in the us and netflix next day in the uk uh, Walking Dead will beyond still continuing season two, episode, season one episode two. Sorry, uh, we're going to be doing the third episode podcast tomorrow, so look out for that. Uh, Becoming Eisenberg podcast for Breaking Bad season one episode six. The season one episode seven podcast comes out tomorrow uh, for the season finale, so have, have a look out for those. Uh, gaming talk last week we talked about the Spider Man character, uh, the the. Uh, Character model being recast for the PS5 remastered version for uh, the PlayStation 4. Uh, Spider-Man game, we talked about some PlayStation 5. Backwards compatibility news as well for the PS5 and a whole bunch of other stuff. And that's pretty much what we've been doing on EntertainmentTalk.org and on podcast platforms. Alright, let's go to player ratings. Start off with the Spanish goalkeeper. I'm going to give De Gea a 10 today. I thought it was fantastic. I thought he made several great saves from, well, multiple players. Uh, Mbappe, Di Maria, Neymar, etc. Uh, I thought it was fantastic. I don't really blame him too much for the Martial own goal. Because I blame Martial for that mistake. Um, yeah, just a, a solid, solid performance. And, you know, when you're on the big stage in the Champions League against PSG. You've got to uh, you've got to do it. Because there's going to be pressure. So, um, I thought he did very well as well. Um, I'm going to do the... Back five next, going from Wambasaka to Tellez. Uh So Wambasaka, I'm going to give him. I give him a ten as well. I can't think of too much that he did wrong. A lot of good tackles on um, who played on the left, Neymar and Mbappe. And M- Mbappe was on the left sometimes as well. Uh, really, really good defensive work. Um, I thought offensively he could have done slightly better. He did do okay, but sometimes he just he doesn't quite know when to cross the ball. But when he does, and when he passes the ball to someone useful. Um, he usually does pretty well, but I thought he did a very, very good job in this game. Uh, Twinsyby looks, or Twenzebe looks great for the future. Um, I think he's about 19 or 20, or you know, 21, 22-ish, 20-ish. He's he's a younger lad, a uh, young, younger uh, English lad. Um, the main problem I've heard of with Twinsyby is uh, his fitness. So if he can keep that up and keep fit, uh, I think he can easily be one of the leading two defenders uh, at the back, maybe he can play against Magu- uh, play with Maguire in the future and uh, form some sort of partnership there but uh, I thought it was fantastic today and you know, he hasn't played for quite some time and again, the big stage against PSG, his first game back for quite some time, um, I thought it was brilliant, so yeah, very good stuff, Lindelof, I'm actually, I didn't give Twen a score did I uh, I'll give him an 8, thought it was great so um, moving on to Lindelof, I'm going to give Lindelof an 8 as well. Again, just very interesting with the PSG game and with the Newcastle game. Both Maguire and and Lindelof playing separately because, uh, Maguire played with someone else against Newcastle. Um, I thought that was great. thought he did really well, sort of on his own, or not with Lindelof. So, again, maybe it's just we shouldn't play Lindelof and Maguire together. I know sometimes that's not an option, but, um... I thought this was one of Lindelof's best games. uh, Especially this season as well. Considering some of the uh, poor performances. But uh, I'm going to give Lindelof an 8. I thought it was great. Uh, Shaw, I'm going to give a 9-2. I thought he got forward really, really well. Um, Whenever I see Luke Shaw on the ball. I think. And I can kind of see in his performance. That's a player with great football IQ. And experience. And the know-how. Sure, he's, you know. Some people say he's put on a bit of weight and that sort of thing. Maybe he has, maybe he hasn't. Uh I thought he was very fast in this game. Uh ran back pretty pretty well, like defensively sort of tracked back tracked back, sorry, which I thought was great. Um I think he's a very, very positive player to, to have in this Manchester United team. Uh, Alex Tellers for his debut, I'm gonna give him a nine as well. I thought it was brilliant. Uh sometimes I'm 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 kind of curious about when he's breaking down that left hand side. And he sort of didn't want to go uh, fully through with the attack. Is there a particular reason to that? Maybe that's part of his game. Maybe he saw a lot of options to his right instead of in front of him. Oftentimes Luke Shaw was next to him. And then Luke Shaw would often pass to Bruno or Fred or somebody else. So... It didn't result in him losing the ball, which is good, so... I don't know, maybe that's just a part of tellers's game that was... Or maybe it's this formation, you know, Shaw was next to him, like I said. Maybe it's just to do with that, but uh, I thought it was great again. Uh, McTominay, I'm going to give him a 7. I thought he had an above-average game, made some bad passes here and there, um, lost the ball a couple of times maybe. He's, he's got to work a little bit on his game and get back to that sort of best that... Uh, we know that he can be. Um, but I, I thought we did okay. You know, he didn't let the side down or anything like that. So, um, Fred, I thought Fred was phenomenal in this game. Um, worked really, really hard, did a lot of good work on and off the ball. Um I think I'm gonna give him a ten. Yeah. I thought it was I thought it was fantastic. So uh, really, really great stuff from him. Again. Uh Bruno, man of the match, ten again. Uh just an influential captain Easily our best player, our most hardworking player, uh, our most technically gifted player. Um, plays for the shirts. Just I haven't got enough good words for for Bruno really. Um, you know he missed a penalty. It happens to happens. It's happened to the best players in the world. Um, but I thought Bruno was fantastic today, just yet again. And just just make you wonder, doesn't it? Should Bruno keep the captaincy? I think he should at least for a little while until Maguire gets some form back. We shall see how that works out. But, you know, maybe Maguire can be the vice-captain. And Fernandes can be the main captain. I don't know. But uh, it just seems obvious that Bruno is uh, the leader of that team, really. So, uh, I think he did really well. Martial. I've got to give him a six, I think. Not only do I think he was our worst player. um, I, d- I do think he was. Uh, The own goal, I think, was just... A silly, stupid, weird mistake. I've got to give him a knock for that because it did lead to an equaliser, which put the pressure on us again. I think it was okay in certain parts of his his play today, but uh, you know, he did win the penalty, which got us a goal. That's great and everything, but he didn't quite look there for me today. Um, and again, the own goal was just a calamitous mistake, <coughs> which was uh, unfortunate. So, um, yeah, got to give him. I, I do think he was our worst player today. So. Is that. Uh, Rashford, I've got to give him a nine. He missed a bunch of chances. He didn't play well at certain points. But that was such an important goal to get. And I've got to give him just, you know, the bravery of taking that shot on. The ability to actually score it. Again, on the big stage. PSG, the winning goal in, in the... It says 87th minute here. But the 88th minute, I think it was. Right at the end of the game. Great shot. Um... Yeah, just just got to give him credit for that. I, th- I thought that was that was fantastic from him. So and again, a bit of a bit of deja vu. For, uh, Rashford likes to score late winning goals against PSG, I suppose. Which um, keep it up, I say. So, um, but anyway, who do you think was man of the match? Who do you think was the worst player that we had? Uh, what did you think of tellers's debut? What did you think of uh, Bruno's not debut but his first game as a captain? I thought it all worked out really well. Uh, Let me know your thoughts, feelings, questions, comments, concerns. Uh, Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org, Twitter eTalk UK. There's a contact page and information in your show notes as well. Uh, We move on. We go to Chelsea. Half past five Saturday. Is that away from home? Let me just look here. Fixtures Saturday. We are at home to Chelsea, so we're at Old Trafford, uh, which is cool. Hopefully we can turn in a good performance and uh, continue to climb up that league table. Chelsea are on 8 points and we are on 6, so 7, 8. So we can overtake them in the Premier League, which would be great. Hopefully we can get a few goals as well because we're still on minus 3 goal difference. Hopefully we can sort something out with that. A 2-0 win would be good, you know, take that goal difference down a bit. Or put it up a bit, I suppose. Um, That would be good. Yeah, we'll see what happens. But uh, that's pretty much it from me. Thank you all very much for listening. You can, of course, find everything that we do on entertainmenttalk.org um yeah sorry you can find everything that we do on entertainmenttalk.org tv video games films manchester united and other things as well uh if you want to support the podcast and entertainment talk patreon check out the one dollar three dollar level tiers for instant ad-free podcast and review options amazon affiliate link you can find us on there uh we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra itunes feeds please rate if you subscribe to us on there just search for entertainment talk you can also search for geek town on iTunes and podcast services uh, run by David of course for your up to date reliable TV and film news, just search for Geektown on iTunes and podcast services uh, or head over to geektown.co.uk and check out Geektown Radio on Tuesdays as well the current episode for this week is um, available to be listened to uh, Bex is streaming at the moment daily on Twitch, you can find her on there, Trista Bytes Trista B-Y-T-E-S go and uh, follow her, subscribe to her over there for some cool fun content as well uh, word of mouth, you can simply, simply tell people that you know about the website, the iTunes feeds, Geek Town and Bytes, Uh just by telling people. Uh, social media, of course, if you want to do the same thing, but on social media, Facebook, Twitter and different Facebook groups, you can do that as well. And lastly, Let's Play Sundays, you can find those episodes on Sundays. Thanks for listening, and I will see you next time. Goodbye.